This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey guys, this is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that Auto Trader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with Auto Trader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on Auto Trader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. Auto Trader. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. How the devil are we all? I'm back. It's been 
been about 50 minutes. <laughs> I'm back uh, from out of space, as they say. Um, and it is Monday night, nine o'clock. It can only mean one thing. It's the weekend review. And uh, if you want to watch us on YouTube, it's Lester Till I Die TV. And if you do, please smash those likes and please give us a subscribe if you haven't already. And if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, uh, thank you very much. That just seems to be going from strength to strength. Well. What a good weekend. Um, well, what a good week, let's be honest with you. Um, progressed in Europe, uh, got a win uh, against what was a potential banana skin. Um, do you know it's not going to last? But that's <laughs> Leicester City. Why don't you just do this with us here now? Make sure you've got a beer and we say good evening to Louise. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing really good, thanks. Got everything crossed for Leicester. It's all going it's all going too well at the moment. Well, you're always a bit worried, aren't you, this season, especially when things start going a bit more right. Yes. Um, good result at the weekend, which obviously we'll get onto, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you know, Fafana comes back from injury, scores a goal. Uh Castagne comes back from injury. Scores a goal. I mean, what the hell was Johnny Evans doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good to have him back, but obviously get them back and then we lose yeah. Will. So it's just yeah, a bit like taking two steps forward to take one back all the time this season when it comes to injuries, but we've got to live with it. we just got to do the best they can, get to it the does... end of the season, write it off, yeah, and then start again. Yeah, it does just sum our season up, though, doesn't it, really? Indeed, yeah. <laughs> That is it. But sometimes you have to you say you have a season like that when you know it doesn't go your way. And we were talking off screen before we came in here. And you know, if we're you know in the quarterfinals of Europe of a European competition, we you know possibly could now finish top 10. You know, it's not it's not been a disaster. There would have been a time not so long ago when we would have killed for that. Yeah, and that shows how far we've come as a club and as, as a mm. team that, you know, the last couple of seasons finishing fifth was a disappointment. Yeah, You know, that's crazy to say as a Leicester fan. You know, mm. I remember sitting yeah. in the third division, you know, and oh, <laughs> you remember God, yeah. those times and then think, you know, fifth in the Premier League is a disappointment. Um, But yeah, this season, just like I say, has been the dip, obviously, but there's reasons behind it. And that's why I'm not as worried about it as yes. maybe I would have been had those reasons not been there. Yeah. Now, if you've got yeah. full fit squad and we are where we are, then I start to question it maybe a little more, but he's not had that fit squad, well, not fit since Fafana got his injury in the Charity Shield. Yeah. I mean, like you say, it is just one of those seasons, but it's... At the time, I don't think you appreciate it, but like you say, with a bit of hindsight, and hindsight's a wonderful thing, you know, Indeed, 23 yeah. or four players now, it was 22 a couple of weeks ago that have been injured, nine defenders all injured at some point, Brendan's not been able to put a regular defensive lineup out, so, you know, it, it, it to get what he's done is actually really impressive. Yeah, and I think that's what you have to remember, you know, no one's happy with the way the season's gone, and that'll include Brendan himself. He's not going to be happy that this, you know, they're sitting 
bottom half of the top half. No. That's not going to be good. You know, that's not where he wants to be. But again, it's been a real hard season and Europe probably hasn't helped in that respect in the sense of we've had more games to play with less players because of injuries. Yeah. But you can't pick and choose when you're in a European tournament, especially getting to the quarters and semi-finals. Like that's you can't pick and choose when that happens to you. You have to just yeah. take the rest of it when you've got it and have done so far. So Yeah, yeah. No, you're definitely you're definitely right there. Well, it wasn't exactly a busy weekend for league football. Um no. I believe I believe there's a two a, a couple of sort of cup games in there, but we're not bothered about that cup anymore this season, are we? <laughs> <laughs> It's a meaningless trophy this season, yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, we'll have a look at... Well, so we'll go back to last Wednesday because I think there's some games that were played that were sort of catch-up games. Um, mm-hmm. Brighton, Hove Albion, nil, Tottenham Hotspur, two. And I actually went for the Spurs win here. Um, two teams here, one of them that is just sort of going down and down you know they're really sort of hitting bad form at the moment and one that seems to do the hokey cokey win one lose one and shake it all about yeah I think Tottenham's that is the problem it's the consistency mm. um but I think Conte's getting things sorted out there I think he's trying to do the right things and I think the players maybe are kind of trying to play his way a little bit more but when you've got Kane and Son in your side then you've always got chances of winning games because they're yeah. world class players playing in and but not playing in a world class team, and that's the, yeah. the issue for them. I think Kane will probably look to go again this summer, mm. and I think if he does go, then I think Son follows quite possibly. And, and, and I mean, he's, he's given Tottenham a chance, hasn't he? I mean, when you look at and I know there's all the memes about and the jokes and what have you, and you know, Luke Thomas at 19's got two more trophies than Harry Kane has at whatever age he is. But you know, yeah. he's got to be sat there thinking, What am I gonna, you know, am I gonna finish my career without having a major trophy? Yeah, and as time goes on, that's obviously more and more of a worry for him. Mm. Um but to me, are you happy where you are? Are you happy playing football there? Because mm. if that, if you can honestly say, yes, I love playing for this club, I love playing with the players I'm playing with, then you've had a good career. The trophies yeah. are just extra. Yes. I yeah. debate whether Harry Kane still wants to be at Tottenham. Mm. He pretty much made it clear in the summer that he didn't want to be at Tottenham anymore. So that's when you then say, well, no, you are wasting your career because you're not enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. You might have all the money in the world, but you're going to work and not enjoying what you're doing mm. and that's no, not fun I, for anybody I, I, I agree totally um, and, and if, you know you could say in fairness to him maybe he's given Tottenham one more season to try and you know sort it out but you know it's uh, it, it, I wonder I mean, how much I wonder how much that was him though and how much was Levy because I think he priced him out um, when Man City mm. bought Grealish I, I said then, there's no way they're buying Harry Kane as well. Not, no. not at the price that Levy was going to let him go for. No. Um, and that but, kind of came I'm true. Thinking, Conte's very, a very strong manager. And I think, you know, if he, if he sees he's got players that aren't wanting to be there, you know, mm. I think he's got the kind of attitude that will be, well, look, you know, if you don't want to be here, I don't want you to be here. Yeah, I think so. And I think the way he plays and the way he sets his teams up, he needs all the players buying into it. He needs all the yeah. players working hard for him and the team. 
because if one or two aren't, then the systems don't work and the way he plays doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely. It, it will be crunch at the end of the season. But if Conte does lose Kane, he will expect that money back to yes. go and buy a replacement and buy more players for the squad. Yeah. Whether yeah. he gets that from Levy is debatable. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, they only lost one in five. And that included a 5-0 drubbing of Everton. Um Brighton, and we seem to talk about this every week. You know, they are, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be safe, but they are slipping down that, that table at an alarming rate. Still, you know, haven't won one in five and they've got Norwich up next. Well, that should be a win for them, shouldn't it? Because everybody in this division should be beating Norwich. Yes. No disrespect yeah. to Norwich. Um, I think with... A Brighton is, it's like, uh, they're a bit like Southampton. They get to that 40 points mm. and then it's like, well, we're safe. We don't need to worry. And that's not the mentality that they they need to have. And again, yeah. they've not got the biggest squad. They've not got the best players. So, you know, they're going to fall when they start getting injuries and suspensions because yeah. they've not got the squad. You know, it's such a squad game in the Premier League that, and that's why, you know, the biggest squad you usually win. And that's yes. the team with the most money. Yes. And, and that's a, I mean, the thing is, um, if you, if they hadn't had the good start that they had, then they would really be in trouble now. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And it's really difficult because you want them just to put a bit of extra money in. But that, again, like I said last week, doesn't buy success. Mm. You know, you've got to stick with that fair play. And, you know, they've not got the biggest ground, they've not got the biggest fan base, they've not got the most money. So to stay in the Premier League for the amount of seasons that they have, again, is an achievement. But yes. as a Brighton fan, you would you'd want more. You would, you would. And, uh, I mean, I went for the away win there. Dare I say, and I, and I, and I hate saying these two words together, but Peter Taylor. <laughs> his first season he had a great start to the season and had um, he not had that good start we would have been yeah. down that season yeah i mean it's really difficult isn't it because that's the whole point of being you know that's why being champions is so impressive because you have to put yes. it all together for the whole season yes and that yes. obviously when players get tired you get your injuries and your suspensions is when it becomes so much harder and that's for, for every team, even including the top ones. But obviously, they have the better players coming in behind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That was on Wednesday. Um, the second game on Wednesday. And I must say, this has probably given me more pleasure this week, second only to, uh, obviously, our, our win. But mm-hmm. um, Arsenal nil, Liverpool 2. Um, of course, Arsenal fans went from... You know, loving Arteta because he doesn't want to be and run to wanting him out again. Uh, Liverpool, by all accounts, weren't the best team of the two. Uh, the Arsenal were unlucky, but you know, it, it's no good being on top if you're not going to win. Because as Brad always says to me, the only stats that matter at the end of the day is the scoreline. And and Liverpool reminding me, and you're you're way too young, but remember the sort of days. Um, of Bill Shankly uh, uh, here at Liverpool. I am old enough to remember it. And, you know, they, they would just soak it up and they'd pass it and they'd wait and, the, you know, and, and they'd get the win. Um, 
And I'm, you know, it's there's a point now between them. It is really getting exciting. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think Arsenal played badly in that game. And I think no. what Arteta has done there needs to be applauded because they won again at the weekend uh, against mm. Villa. So things are on the up for Arsenal, 1,000%. And the fact that they're even being talked about in that top four conversation again shows how well good job Arteta has done because Great. that wasn't happening for those seasons in between him and Wenger. So definitely on the up. Got a young squad. It'll be again in the summer who they keep, who they let go. Obviously, they've already got rid of Aubameyang, which mm. I don't think they're missing particularly um, at all, although he's doing well where he is. I think I he was a, a bad all. apple as much as anything, wasn't he? Yeah, and that's as yeah. important, what happens off the pitch as what happens yeah. on it. And to be yeah. fair, he wasn't shining on it either. No, no. Uh, and I think, you know, it, it's... And, you know, Arsenal fans looking at it, wanted instant success. We're never going to have it instantly. Uh, no. And... Petter slowly, like I say, he's got rid of the troublemakers. Um, he, he's putting his own stamp on the team. They started off badly, you know, three three games, no points. But like I say, now when you look at it, fourth really is almost theirs to, to, to lose, if you like. You know, I mean, Tottenham are yeah. three points behind, but they have got a game in hand. So, yeah, it's all... It's going to be interesting. It's really close. And mm. that top four um, positions are as close as the actual championship is now. You know, those top two, I think, yeah. are pulling away. They're, they're going to fight it out for the for the league title. But that just below them, mm. you know, at the end yeah. of the day, it's, it's still really tight. And yeah. I really, really, really want Arsenal to get it. I don't want Spurs in the top four at all. But... You know they've got the, they have got the team, and when, like I said before, when you've got players like Kane and Song in your team, anything can happen. So yes, yeah. I mean, I'm going to. I'd, I'd want neither of them, and I won't want Man United either. So I'm going right the way down to West Ham and Wolves <laughs> for me before. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Good evening. How how the devil are you, sir? They played better since Uber left for Barker. Yes, Barca. Yes, they have. I think, um, like I say, I think he was he was just. A troublemaker, and I think you know, um, Arteta shown his strength there and said, Well, you know, I, I want you out, uh, and he has yeah. done. But I mean, and, and I say at the top now, I mean, it's gonna be tight. I mean, Manchester City 70, Liverpool 69, played the same game since this one, and you know, uh, Liverpool have got Watford, Man City have got. Burnley, Luca. Good evening. You just came in as we were <laughs> finishing talking about the Arsenal game. Is uh, an Arsenal fan, is Luca? Hope you are well, sir. Um, I mean, you'd look at that, and probably it, it could be a difficult game for either of them. There's, it's not, you know, Watford can win the odd game, and Burnley can be tough. Yeah, there's always um, kind of slip ups. You know, I don't think. Either of them will go to the end of the season without dropping points. Yeah. Um, I don't see it being this weekend, if I'm honest. I think both yeah. teams will win this weekend. Um, but it's just exciting because it's close. And as a, as a uh, neutral in that, you know, we don't have a horse in yeah. that race, so to speak. It yeah. is it's, it's way more interesting um, than Man City just running away with it. Yes. Which yeah. is what we thought was going to happen. I think it was, but you know, then then you look like say Liverpool haven't lost in God knows how many, certainly not the last five, and mm -hmm. Man City um 
they've only won three of the last five. But yeah, it's going to, it's made it exciting for the rest of us. Um, and I'm still not sure who, who, who I want to win it, to be honest with you. But uh, um, yeah, it, it's, I think Liverpool, like you say, should beat Watford. Manchester City, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Watford game is at Liverpool as well, but the Man City Burnley game is at Burnley. So it, it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, they've got um, they've got to stay on the metal. Both teams, Arsenal and uh, yes. Man City, they've yeah. got to concentrate on what they're doing and play well. Otherwise, yeah. they'll get beat, and that's the same for any team in the Premier League. If you don't, yeah. if you're not on your metal on the day, then you're going to get beat. Totally, totally. And like I say, one slip up, and it could be, you know, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> end of the road for them. Anthony, good evening to you as well. My God, you know, you uh, you get you get one Arsenal. Fan. Arsenal fans are like buses. You get one coming, and then two of them you know, <laughs> come in at the same time. Chris makes a very, very valid point here. The big game is when City and Liverpool play each other. That yeah. could be the decider. And I think uh, whatever's happening, everybody's going to be trying to get around a screen to watch that game, I think. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, we move on then to the next night. Now, I didn't see this coming. Uh, I'm sure Frank didn't see a broken hand coming either, but <laughs> <laughs> he did. That shows how... I mean, you, you look at that and you think, well, all right, because Newcastle were literally on a run that <laughs> virtually you're thinking they're safe now. Everton the other way. And that's that 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 match kind of sums up the whole season for me, that everybody's beating everybody when it comes yeah. to it. And then Everton go out and get stuffed in the FA Cup by Palace. But I I know as you can see, I'd I'd gone for a draw here. I thought Frank would have them Everton up for it. Um you know, in front of their own own crowd, but I didn't see this one coming. Did you? No, I thought Newcastle would win. Mm. I was surprised how bad Newcastle actually were. Yeah. I don't think Newcastle played particularly well, and maybe they are having that little wobble of okay, we're not mathematically safe, but we're safe. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're thinking they're safe rather than just keeping that mentality of we need to win, we need to win. Everton played well, and then again, win the game, brilliant. And then in the FA Cup, get absolutely mauled by Palace, and it's just like, mm. you know, so up and down. It must be yes. so frustrating for Frank. He must. I'm not surprised it's, you know, broke his hand because I yeah. would have done it weeks before smacking a wall or something. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just up yeah. and down, up and down, up and down. And he's, he's, you know, come out and really called out the Everton players. He's come out and said, you know, the mentality is not good. No one seems to want to fight. We're in a relegation battle. No one seems to care. I'm not used to that. I'm a winner. Mm. Um, and he's really called them out. And, yeah, I think that's the, the bottom line of it. Frank isn't going to accept it. So they either need to change or either he's going yeah. to be gone or they are. Because yes. we won't keep him if he doesn't think that they're at least putting the effort in and you know, being as professional as he's been in his career. I mean, we don't know what's happening at Everton behind the scenes. Um, we don't, you know, they could end up with sort of, you know, a fine or points deduction at the end of the day. But at some point, like with Arsenal, in fairness, you know, the owners have got to say, this is our manager. We're getting behind him. Yeah. And if you're a troublemaker, you're the one that's going to be out the door. If you're not performing, if you're not giving 100%, if you're not committed, 
why should we get rid of the manager? I know, I you know, I mean, he's a new, new manager, etc. But he didn't do bad for that one season with Chelsea. But I, and I think they've got to stand up and go right. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the players. Well, yeah, because you can't keep blaming it on the manager. You know, no. you've had enough managers now where you kind of have to start looking at the players. Mm. And that that's been my argument for a long time with Everton. When you've got managers who have different styles and they're still not playing well, when it's different mentalities of managers and different kinds of managers, you know, young and upcoming managers, managers that have managed forever, mm. nothing works, then you have to start looking at the players. Yeah. Players that have been brought to Everton on a lot of money, for a lot of money, should be playing better. And I'm not saying Everton should be winning the league by any stretch, but they should be, no. you know, top half of the table. They should certainly not be involved in a, a relegation battle. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, Spencer, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, something seriously wrong at Everton from the bottom to the top? There is. I, th- I think that there totally is. Um, I, think, I think the owners... And whatever you say about the owners at Newcastle, you know, it's it's politics. Uh, I'm only concerned about the football side. And they seem to have a plan. You know, they seem to have a proper plan in place. And like with Leicester, when everybody was shouting for Brendan out, you know, I think, you know, Brendan's got probably a five-year, four or five-year plan. Well, if you don't let them have, a, you know, complete it, then you've just wasted two or three years. And Everton, they have gone through the managers quite quickly. And at some point... You know, the players are going to be there thinking, yeah, well, you know, we're safe. You know, the manager will go if we go down. And it's got to it's got to turn around at some point. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of um, kind of professional pride almost. Mm. Because any team can lose in the Premier League. Any team can lose yeah. in the Premier League. But all fans want is a team to go out and play with passion pride mm. and as best they can and Everton are not doing that no. and the Evertonian fans deserve that because they go every week even though they're playing crap every week or every other week to watch them you know mm. when they could be going across the road to Anfield and actually watching yep. decent football they don't because they're Evertonians and they go to watch Everton they, you know they go to Goodison so again really frustrating for them um obviously Chris's mum is an Evertonian and I've got a friend who's yeah. an Evertonian and they're both you know, feel the same way, but it's just not acceptable. It's not the way it should be for the, a club of Everton size. Yeah, yeah. I, and Chris, again, makes a very good point there because I, I know I look back on the evolution of Leicester City and not everybody agrees with me, but I think one of the best things that happened to us was actually dropping into the third tier. You know, we, 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 you know, we had a clear out, we got Pearson in. You know, had we stayed up, that once you know that by the skin of our teeth that season would what happened have happened i don't think it would have done and sometimes i think it's good to take a step back to 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 take a step forward have a clear out you know almost sort of draw a line and start again and i think it, it like chris says it might well be a blessing in disguise my only kind of issue with that is Leicester got up because they had backing Leicester were in the Premier League because they got backed to be in the Premier League. Mm. And that's my only concern with Everton. If they were to go down, would they get that backing to come back up? Would they yeah. get, you know, because they've also got to think this new stadium is costing a lot of money. It's mm. going to be absolutely awesome when it's done, but it's costing a lot of money. That is going to have to be found from somewhere. If they do fall down to the Championship, 
obviously everything that they get is halved. You know, yeah. your TV money, your rights, everything is halved. So you really got to think, is the money going to be there to actually spend on the team to then push for their promotion? And I do feel if they go down, if they don't get straight back up, it could be a while for Everton, just from a pure money point. Yes, yeah, yeah. It will be It will be interesting to see what happens. Like I say, you know, it, it's interesting at both ends of the table at the moment, isn't it? But, yeah. you know, uh, they certainly, I mean, as you know, Dan is a big um, fan of the station. He, you know, is a Burnley fan, uh, and, and we do a lot together, uh, a lot of uh, co-hosting for different shows. And, you know, he, he did the watch along with me for, for Brentford, because I can get a Brentford fan. And, you know, he was cursing you know, all these teams down there that are sort of winning, like Everton, you know, they've they've won. Um and and then and then as well as Everton, this happened. <laughs> I mean, Wolves, come on, do me a favor. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I just I give up this season. I really yeah. do give up. I think again, Leeds just seem to find it when they need to win, they win. Yeah. You know, when teams around them are winning, they win to keep mm-hmm. that gap. I think Leeds are going to be safe, if I'm honest. I don't particularly care for Leeds, but I do think they'll be safe this season. I think they'll be in the Premier League next season. My worry, you know, and Wolves obviously are going to be fine, obviously fighting for those European places and everything. But yeah. I don't think it's a disaster for Wolves. They obviously got players sent off, which didn't help them. Yeah, um, And obviously... United scored their goal in the 90-plus minute. So, you just have to maybe just count it out as just couldn't hold out of the game, and that's the disappointing thing. Yes, yeah. I mean, Wolves are sat in eighth. There's no reason why, you know, depending on, Man, you know, if Man United fall apart and West Ham, are, you know, they're up and down a bit themselves. So, Wolves could sneak it, but it seems like nobody wants to really go for that fourth position. Yeah. You know, you look, West Ham, it's drawn one, lost, one, lost. Wolves, it's lost, lost, one, one, lost. Um, Man United, one, one, drawn, lost, one. Nobody seems to want to seriously grab hold of that fourth place. To make it their own. Yeah, if I had to, if I had to kind of put my hat on a team at the moment, it, in all honesty, would probably be Arsenal because yep, I think they've yep. got that momentum. Yep. They're playing well, although they lost. They're still mm. playing well. They've got a really young team there that I think is going to go pretty far, and I think yes. it's pretty, pretty exciting times for Arsenal fans. To be honest, they should be pretty happy with the way Arteta is dealing with things. Yeah, whether they are or not, that's a totally different matter. <laughs> but they should be. <laughs> we know we know they should be, but that that uh, hello hello Arsenal fans, if you're still here. Yeah. At the other end, I mean, I agree with you. I think Leeds might be safe. They've got Southampton coming up, and they're having sort of a win one lose one win one lose one sort of season. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Burnley they've got these two games in hand, and a couple of weeks ago, you know, when they started winning just before they played us, I thought they might be able to get themselves out of it, but. I think, you know, they've got Man City at the weekend and I think Burnley are going to struggle. And Everton, you know, they've got West Ham and, you know, we see a West Ham were beaten as well. But, you know, they're on the same number of games, 27. It it is the proverbial um, duck's bottom down there, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Like, every game counts. Every game is a cup final at this stage of the season, especially for those teams that are in that relegation battle because that is life and death stuff that's dicing with the Premier League, you yes, know, yeah. their status. So that's way more scary yeah. than 
getting into Europe or not. Yeah, um, is, but obviously, the teams that are up there trying to get into Europe, it's everything to them. Yeah, yeah, of course. And as you can see, again, uh, got my prediction totally wrong. I mean, <laughs> I, I had such a bad weekend with the predictions that, you know, even Steve Linux beat me. And that is something saying he, uh, he, he he's awful at them. Mike, good evening. Just um, Man United fan. Welcome along, Mike. Hope you are well and feeling better, mate. Um, like you said earlier, Arsenal having lost to Liverpool then travelled down to Villa, and or up to Villa, I should say, and they won it, you know, again, exactly what I'm saying. Everybody's season is so up and down. Yeah. From all accounts, Arsenal played well in this game. Um, I think Villa need to kind of, they're kind of levelling out a little bit. I think Stevie G's doing a great job there. Um, but I do think he's helped by contacts, obviously, getting cut yeah. in the edge, which I said last week as well, is making a huge difference to them. It's very much like Ericsson at Brentford, um, yeah. where they are, you know, the star players in their teams and are a cut above what else is there. Having mm -hmm. said that, I think they've got a pretty decent squad and I don't see any problems with them being in the Premier League for a little while, to be honest. Oh, no, not at all. And I think, you know, they've got the backing, they've got good owners. Yeah. I've, heard, I've heard him speak, um, or one of them speak, and they speak very, very well. And, they, they you know, they've got their head screwed on, which you can't say for all, for all Premier League owners. Um and, and Arsenal did us a favour because they kept Aston Villa within touching distance of us. You know, same points, and we've got two games in hand. Um, yeah. And they've got Wolves coming up. So that's a big one because that's going to be sort of eighth versus ninth. So that'd be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, Aston Villa, and, you know, I, I don't know whether they'll get Europe or not, but I think if they finish around that eighth, ninth, tenth position for Gerrard's first season, that I think yeah. will be a good season for them. Yeah, know. I think anything in the top half for Villa is a good season. Like you say, Gerard's putting his stamp on the on the squad, and again, it's it's, it's very much like Frank Lampard. He's a winner. He's not going to accept any trash. You're not pulling your weight. You won't be in the team next week, hmm. um, regardless of who you are or you know what you're doing. And they've got Coutinho there setting that example as well. Um, and I think that's bound to rub off on the rest of the squad. Yeah, um, I love this name. Um, it's not true, unfortunately, but your girlfriend, uh, I love it. <laughs> so, well, well done, well done, Chris. Do you want the smallest clubs to go down, such as Burnley instead of Everton? Do you know what? On, on a personal note, I want I want Norwich and Watford to definitely go down, and only because, and and anybody that follows me on this channel will know. I, I just think that they are taking the piss when it comes to the Premier League. They come up, you know, Norwich don't give it a go. Um, you've got to risk a bit of money in buying some players to come in. They don't do that. Watford, get into 12th and sack a manager. You know, they are where they are because of, you know, they've, they've, they've from what, you know, the, what they sell, as they say. Burnley, I lived in Burnley for 20 years. I've got a soft spot for Burnley. Uh, I like Burnley. Um, I wouldn't like to see them go down because of that. But if you know, if you're saying, do I want um, for me, like you know, Everton to go down instead of Leeds, Brentford? Yes, 
because, you know, those are teams that have come up, they live in the dream, you know. Leeds have had a couple of seasons. This is Brentford's first season. And it's nice to see the big boys sometimes, you know, get the rug pulled out from under the feet and go down. You know, a Newcastle go down, you know, it, it, it was great. And say Brentford coming up. But, you know, Brentford are giving it a go this season. And something that Burnley, uh, sorry, Watford and Norwich haven't. Burnley or Everton... Probably, if I had to choose between the two, for me, Everton, because it is the bigger club. I don't know what whether you think that way, Louise, at all. To me, I'm not even bothered per, on a personal note, but as mm. I said before, I do have a mother-in-law who's an Evertonian, and I know how disappointed she would be if they went down. Yeah. I think if Burnley stay up, it's more of an achievement for them to stay up than Everton, for yeah. sure. Because Everton should be staying up. Everton shouldn't, shouldn't be nowhere near that relegation battle. Yeah. So, yeah, in that respect, I suppose, yes, we do want Burnley because they're the underdog to stay up, if you like. But I don't know whether what I want is going to make a lot of difference, to be honest. <laughs> no. What will happen will happen. But Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, All I can say, your girlfriend, is uh, as long as uh, we're not talking about Leicester in that position, I'm yeah. quite happy. <laughs> I'm quite happy. And uh, not not so long ago, we were talking about Leicester in that position. And talking about Leicester, that you know, this this was obviously the El Clasico of the Premier <laughs> League weekend. Uh, we hosted Brentford, only the second time we've played them in the the league, um, or in the Premier League, I should say. I mean, well, where where do you start with this? I mean, I, you know, you could have a goal of the season just on the goals in this match, couldn't you? And yeah. I mean, Fafana wasn't in, and I thought, oh, what's happened? Please don't tell me he's got injured again. But he was, you know, he's being rested sensibly. Yeah. Um, we said before, didn't we? Like, you know, like I said to you, Fafana comes back against Rennes, scores a goal. Castagna comes back against Brentford, scores a goal. What, what the hell was <laughs> Johnny Evans thinking of? Uh, but I mean, it was a tight game, and Brentford. As Dan, you know, always says, Brentford only seemed to turn up for the last 10 minutes and it looked like they were going to do that again because had that ended a draw, I don't think we could have complained. No, I think they had some good chances. I think Casper made a couple of good saves that kind of yes. kept us at 2-0. So I don't think we could have complained had it been 2-0. Uh, two but if you base it on world-class goals, then we deserve to win the game. Yes, because I mean, Castagna, that Castagna goal, he took it so well after being out for so long. Yes, like yes. just to come on and be able to do that. And that's what we've got. And you know, we're yes. lucky that we've got players who can turn it on like that. And we have missed Madison, especially over the like yes. the season, he's obviously been injured in and out of the team. Um, and yeah, has got he comes on and he just can do a free kick like that, you yes. know. And it, yeah. He's not in David Beckham territory. I'm not going to put him there yet. But, you know, that's what he is to us. He's, he is yeah. David Beckham to England. Well, James Madison that is that to Leicester City. And had he been fit, who knows how many goals he would have got, you know, if he'd had a proper season's worth of football uh, yeah. from those three kicks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is what Sky said after the game. Uh, Leicester jump above Southampton into the, and into the top half of the Premier League after a third win from four. All of a sudden, with games in hand over Villa and Wolves ahead of them, you wonder if a top eight finish is still on the cards. It is, I isn't think that's it? what they've got to, they've got to be aiming for that. Mm. Like you say, with the games in hand. And as much as, you know, 
they, they only can control what they can control, which is winning yeah. games. They yeah. go out, they play the best they can, they win the games. That's all they can do. What happens around them, they've got no influence over. No. So don't no. think about it. Don't look at the table. Just go into every game and win it. And what yes. will be will be after that. And yeah. like I said, we can get a top eight finish after the season we've had with injuries. I think that'll be a very, very good season. Yeah. I mean, the two games we've got in hand, one we host Norwich, and you would hope that that wouldn't cause us too many problems. And being careful how I'm wording this, because this is yeah. this is Leicester. And, of course, the other one is away to Chelsea. But, you know, Chelsea have, you know, slipped up a few times this season. But I want, I want to talk Castagna. I mean... Like you say, you forget you've got these players sometimes, mm. you know, and it's been out for so long. Same with Fafana. It, I know it's an old cliche, but it's almost like having a, a new signing back. Uh, but yeah. honestly, that goal, I mean, I mean, I know, I know Madison's was good, but you know, that was you kind of think Madison's going to do that, but no, yeah. I don't, if it was the other end, Casper, nobody's saving that. Gordon Banks no. on day wasn't saving that. That was. No. I don't think the goalkeeper's at fault by any stretch no. for either of those goals that no. we scored. Um, just two pieces of real class football. And I think, obviously, the difference between Castagna's is it's on the move. He's got players mm. trying to block him, whereas, obviously, Madison, Madison from the free kick hasn't. But, yeah, you take either of those goals, you know, to win you the game, for sure. Yeah. Hi, uh, hi Kate. How are you? Um um, where, where, where's, where's your other half? Has he gone to bed early? Is he lying on the sofa tonight? <laughs> well, good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, that is the partner of the the dam that I was talking about earlier. The earlier the Burnley fan. Oh, You're okay. welcome, Kate. You're welcome. Um, how did we do on the predictions, by the way, on, on that, Kate? Let me know. Um, I mean, Madison's he's he's back to form. It's taken him a while, and you can't always expect that everybody's going to come back from injury and just turn it on like that, mm -hmm. you know, the, the not. And it's taken him a while to get back to that. But, you know, that reminds me of, like, the goal he scored against Southampton in the 9-0 win. He's got that in his locker. You know, he's got yep. that one thing. Sure. He, he could play awful for the other 89 minutes, but for that one minute with that free kick, he, he oh, he, he's in his own world. And... If anybody, again, you can't blame the goalkeeper. He was never going to get to that. But, you know, there was four in the wall. One of them jumped and the other three just stood there. Yeah, it was a bit kind of, well, firstly, actually about um, Madison. He's been very open about how mentally he struggled, actually, with injuries and how he's mm. found it hard to get back into the kind of right frame of mind to be playing football, which I think the club have helped him with. And maybe that's why we're seeing this upturn in form. It's actually not because of what's happening on the pitch. It's what's no. happening off it with the, yep. the psychological stuff. But, yep. yeah, it was really weird because they've obviously not planned it. I don't know what the plan was. Mm. Because if you watch Leicester, you know what Madison's doing with that free kick. Yeah. He know he's going to try and place it. He's not going on the ground. So, yeah, it was weird to me. And um, someone on Sky was saying, like, these guys are six foot. If they jump the seven foot, to then get it over and down is yeah. a lot harder than what it was for him because <laughs> they didn't jump. No. But and they didn't I won't take it away from Madison because it was the, uh, Yeah, they didn't have the windbreak or whatever they call it, the carton, uh, the doorstop yeah. behind the defence. So they could have, you know... I don't know. Like I say, that's for them to worry that's what about. I mean, they obviously it. didn't think it was going low because if they did, they would have put the doorstop there. 
Yes. They, they yeah. must have assumed he was going to place it, and then they just didn't jump. Yeah, jump, I, just, no. I don't know what was going on there, but like you I say, don't want to take anything away from Madison because it was no, an it was still a superb, game. superb goal. It all seems, and again, I know I'm going to be tempting fate here, but it all seems to be just coming back at the right time. And I know the Brent added literally at seven o'clock this afternoon, and it is still on the uh, on the site. Um, that I had a Brentford fan on, and he he thought Madison brought the free kick, but but then you still have to defend it if yeah, if it's given. Yeah. You have to put and that in the back of your mind and defend it. And maybe that's naivety from Brentford with them being a bit new. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a little. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, I can't sit here and say we didn't deserve to win that game. No. But uh, I, I can't say we deserve to win it either. I can't say we deserve to win it. It's it's kind of one of those where on a different day we could have lost it. Yes. Yeah. Kate, it's just a chilled one tonight. It's been a long day. Uh, I believe, yeah, you, you took, uh, she took Dan on a long walk. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, some of these other questions which aren't about the games we're talking about, I will come back to later on. But you rest up, Dan. You rest up. You know, don't put yourself, um, you know, don't put yourself to any trouble. Let let Kate wait on you. you, you you're good at that. If you're not doing anything this Saturday, by the way, 26th of March, uh, there's just a little England friendly going on. But 11 a.m. till 1 p.m., get yourselves down to WH Smith's at Foss Park, um, where you could meet um, ex-chief executive Barry Pierpoint and ex-player uh, Julian Jochim. They are there signing books from 11 till 1, posing for pictures. They'll put personal messages in, etc. I haven't, I've read, I've read Barry's book, as you know, and if you followed Leicester in the 90s and you sort of, you knew what was going on, which you thought you did, you didn't. Read this book, it's the other side. And he's a lovely guy, not like he was painting the press at all. Julian's book is on its way to me, so I'll let you know on that one. Um, but uh, will you do me a favour? One thing, everybody, if you get a chance, please, please, would you just do this? If you haven't yet, please, please do press that subscribe button uh, on YouTube as a, the channel is Lester Till I Die TV. And we are down to the last game now. And it's the second time we're going to see uh, Tottenham uh, up there today. And I say, if you, the questions that you're asking, don't worry. We will get to them at the end of the show, say, when we've stopped doing the, the team, uh, the actual games. Um well, as you see, I predicted this one uh, as much as it hurt me to, <laughs> Tottenham, but uh, it could have gone either way beforehand. But like you say, you know, you've, you've got, you know, it wasn't Kane's time, so Son scored. <laughs> They're always going to be uh, be one of the what if, if one doesn't get you, the other one does. Yeah. And like I said, when you've got that in your team, that attacking ability, mm. you've always got a chance to score, you've always got a chance to win games. That's why strikers get the money. It's why yes. strikers are you know, worth the most in transfers because they can win new games and obviously that's important. I do mm. think West Ham were a bit unfortunate with the first goal, obviously, was being that own goal. Yeah. But then Tottenham just seemed to push on and 
just went for it. And then obviously it went to 2-1. Mm. And then Tottenham scored again and that was game over then. West Ham had nothing left after that, mm. <laughs> that third yeah. goal. Tottenham goal yeah. went in. It was it totally deflated them, I think. So but West Ham again had a great season. Wherever they finished this yeah. season, they have had a really good season. Um the kind of praise that they were given at the beginning of the season was probably more than they deserved because, yeah. it, you know, they have fallen off. Um, but that was to be expected, you know. Do you think the size of their squad is, is a major contributor in that, that they haven't got the yeah. cover that the other yeah. teams have? Yeah, I think it's because it's so difficult because you don't want to just buy players for the sake of buying players to have squad players. No. You know, you want them to have, obviously, some sort of class. But, yeah, I think they need to buy... Over the next few years, they need to just get players in of mm. good enough quality to be able to play in the Premier League. Because again, you know, injuries that they get, suspensions they get, and just tiredness, like having to play a lot of games in the mm. season has its impact on the Premier League. You know, how many times do we see it where teams have a great season, get into Europe, and then the next season yeah. they completely fall off because they don't have the squad to deal with being in Europe? Yes, yes. Do you think? It's over now for West Ham and fourth. I mean, they're actually eight points behind Arsenal, but they've played two more games. i got to say, yeah, I think mm. eight points is a lot when you play two games extra. Yes. If they haven't played the two games extra, then, then, you know, there's still a lot of the season to go. It's possible, but, yeah, I think it probably has gone for them. But, yes. again, fifth, sixth, seventh. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I think they're definitely still on for them, but I think that yeah. fourth place, like you say, has has gone. Yeah. Um, and of course, I can't. I mean, this is the second Tottenham mention today, which means only one thing I've, I've got to play this. It's time for the Daily Spurs. It would be so rude not to, I feel. <laughs> but how long since Spurs have won the trophy? Update this every show, as you know. Uh, 14 years, 21 days, 4 hours, 15 minutes and 3 seconds. So keep going, Spurs. One day, one day it may happen. Um, I may not be around to see it, but one day it will happen. So those are all the games um, that, uh, that that we had. Uh, so just a couple of questions to go back on here. Um, Chris, first of all, do you see us beating PSV? I'll let you answer that one first. It's, it's going to be really hard over the two legs. Mm. But yes, I think we can do it. This is the time now where Leicester should be, getting, or should be starting to play better. Yes. If anything, because we're getting players back. So... Yeah, I believe we can. Whether we do or not, that's a whole. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> and, and and it's a two. He, he's getting into trouble. Is Dan? I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, he, it's a two-legged game. It's a cup game. Um, yeah. You know, the first leg again is at home. If we can do like we did with Wrens and and get take a nice you know lead uh, away, you know it, it will help. I mean, how important that Inacho second goal was now. You know, is uh, is it was priceless. 
yeah. you know, we're in the quarterfinals of a European competition. You look at all those uh, those teams that are in there still, and with the with the exception of um, the Norwegian twin name town Bodo Glimt, you know, you got Roma, you got Feyenoord, Slavia Prague, Marseille, PAOK, PSV. They're all teams that have been in the Champions League not so long ago. You know, they're they're big big clubs. Um, yeah. and any club that's got to the quarterfinal, you've got to respect, and we yeah. are. I think it's as well, like I said, you can't pick and choose what tournament you end up in. No. Like, do we want to be in this tournament? No, we want to be winning the Champions League, but that wasn't going to happen this season. We wanted to win the Europa. That wasn't isn't going to happen this season. So you have to just, you have to put all that behind it and just say, this is a European trophy. This is something that we should want to win, and we do want to win it. Yes, yes. I mean, if we, like you said earlier, you can't look ahead, but they've made the draw. We've got Roma, but you know, we can't necessarily say that we are definitely going to be playing Roma because Bobo Glint put six past them in the in 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 when they're in the group together uh, earlier in the season. So, it, it to my mind, it, it's anybody's really. Yeah, I mean, Roma are going to go into that tie. I would say big favourites. Mm. I would have thought, but. It doesn't mean you're going to win. Like being favourites does not guarantee you the win. So, again, like I said before, we can't concentrate on that. We just got to concentrate on trying to get, trying to get past PSV. And yes, if we do that. Then we have to play Roma in the semi. Then we have to play him. Yeah, you know, I mean, you have to say, cup games. That's what the you know we 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 know from last season. Cup games can go either way, and you just need a bit of luck. And uh, yeah. you know, a, any one of those eight teams now left in there, I think, could win it. They really, yeah. really could. Uh, as long as it's a team in blue whose name begins with L, I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Chris, yeah, I laugh when they put us as seven-two favourites. I think that's just the fact that it's English bookies. You know, yeah. the fact that the English team is is, is um you know is in there. I, I, I wouldn't read anything into that to be honest with you. Um I think there'll I think there'll be a lot of English money going on um on Leicester uh, from I past Leicester experience. Ha- Leicester have to play it like they are favourites. Mm. Play like you are the favourites, play yeah. front on the front foot, especially in that first leg at home. Don't be afraid of these teams because you've got nothing to lose. No. Really got nothing to lose. Like with this no. way, this season's gone. No one's going to be surprised if they get them at home. No one's going to be surprised if they get them away. So yeah. go play on the front foot. Make sure you take the, some sort of lead. You know, yeah. to the away leg. And we've got to remember as well. I mean, Brendan's never been this far in the European competition. You know, we have been to the quarterfinals, as we know, of the Champions League. So, you know, that's where we are in this. So we've we've matched as good as we've ever done in Europe. You know, it, it's... I, like, I hate to say, you know, anything we get is a bonus, but I, I kind of feel it is. But there's no reason why we can't, like we say. There's no, there's no reason, you know, if, if the right Leicester turns up and we've got all the good players, you know, all the injured players coming back at the right time, you know, it, it's, it's, it's all looking good. Um, Somalians, good evening. How are you, sir? Uh, Chris, do you think that Graham Potter will leave Brighton this summer for a bigger club? Um, what do you think, Louise? No, because I don't think a bigger club is going to want him. Mm. I'm not saying they shouldn't want him. I just don't think they will. Yes, yes. <laughs> Big clubs don't want British managers. It's as simple as that. They don't. Mm. 
you know, you look at the top six or seven and there's I nobody mean, I, there. I suppose in a way you've got to think, well, from Brighton, what is a bigger club? Are we a bigger club or West Ham a bigger club? You know, yeah. now he may go to a club like that. And there's a lot of Leicester fans when they were very much anti Rogers earlier in the season wanting Potter. I don't buy onto this into this Potter bandwagon. He is a good manager and he has done well with Brighton. So if he could move on. Look at Eddie Howe, you know, he, he he's got money, it'd be interesting to see how he does with Newcastle. And sometimes you've got to give these managers a go, but he hasn't won anything yet. So let's let's just calm it down a little bit with Graham Potter. He's good, but he's not great, you know. <laughs> The way I see it as well is if you're going to get rid of a manager, you need to be getting better. And yes. are we saying Graham Potter is better than Brendan Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for me he's not. I said, I said exactly the same, and thank you for that, Louise, because I said exactly the same. You've to got to be going for better. Time. It's like players. You've mm. got to be going for better than what you've already got, or there's no point. There's no point buying players below the level you've already got or yeah. at the level you've already got. You might as well stick with what you've got. Totally true. It costs money. Yeah, totally Managers true. cost money. There's no point in buying or bringing a manager in or buying a manager if you're not going to improve, like you say, what you've got. And this yeah. is what I said. And and to be honest with you, I had a um, <laughs> his name on, on, on YouTube is Bath Time, um, but don't read anything into that. But he's a Man United <laughs> fan. I'll tell you what, he has got to be the um and no disrespect to any other man united fan but he's got to be the most level-headed man united fan going out there he kind of sees it as it is and i said to him you know you got rid of saltshaw earlier in the year but you're worse off now mm. you might not even get top four saltshaw's got you a second saltshaw's got you a fourth you've replaced him with this so-called brilliant tactician and here you are struggling week to week um, you, I, think you, like you there's say. More, I think there's more to that than uh, with Ranyu. I don't think it helps that he's on such a short contract. No, I don't no. think it helps that he's never managed, as far as I'm aware, in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. it is, this is a stopgap only. And he's only got this stopgap because they want him up, up in the uh, manager's off, you know, in the board room. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't think they want, I don't think they wanted him as manager. They've seen him as well. We want him up there. A way of getting him up there is to give him this little manager's job and then mm. he'll go up there and we'll get who we really want. Um, and then you're thinking like, will they get who they really want if they don't get Champions League football? No. <laughs> and this, this no. is it, you know, they've, they've, they've sacked a manager that was getting them Champions League football. They've brought somebody in short term, like you say, so the players aren't committed. We saw that with Pellegrini when we won the Premier League and they announced he was going. The Manchester City players just kind of packed up and got ready for the beach and I just it was almost like they were they were placating the Man United fans after all the ESL that they were moaning mm. about Solskjaer so they got him away but in what other business do you sack somebody and then have nobody in mind for that position for six months well I think they had I think they probably did have somebody in mind if I'm honest I'm, I'm just not sure that person wanted to come well, but I'm completely honest about it. You can have mm. who you want if they don't want to come to your club. No, no, exactly, but exactly. Again, but again, wouldn't you think they'd have, they'd have? Oh, and she's gone. <laughs> Hello, goodbye. Hello, she may come back because this happened a little bit earlier before we went live. So yes, she's she's back. 
She's back. Sorry. Here we go. Let's bring her back. No, no, no. I'm on don't that phone worry. and I pressed the wrong button. Um, <laughs> it's well, done. what was I saying? Yeah. Again, you know, before you start social, you make sure that whoever it is you do want is willing to come. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, okay. you don't have to actually offer them a deal because that's disrespectful to social, but you can be doing backhand deals. Every manager, when <laughs> when one goes, they know who they want, they know who they're getting, they know that they want to come. I mean, yeah, look at the speed we got Rogers. Yeah. You, know, you don't it, start managers as quickly and hire new ones that quickly without it being talked about beforehand. Exactly. And the last question here um, from Chris. Uh, it's Chris, so I can't not ask it because you, you won't be pleased with me. But <laughs> is Vardy due back after the England games as he may be vital to the European games? I believe he is. I believe that he could be, let's say, not is. That, that's wrong. But I, I was reading today that he could be back, according to Brendan, after the European Games. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yeah. I mean, I, 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 he just brings something, doesn't he? And, you know, it's not been his best season, even without the injuries. It's not been his best season for goals. But what he brings to the team is, he, you know, when, when, he, when he goes forward, he takes a couple of their players with him. Yeah. And it's always just that different option, isn't it, as well, yes. to what else we've got. Yes. You know, Vardy wants that ball over, he's, he's quick. You know, the fact that he's at the age he is and um, Inacho and Dakar are both slower than him amazes me. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he's just got that extra bit of space, that extra bit of speed, and he just offers us something different. And if he gets a chance, you feel like he's going to take it. And you don't yeah. always feel like that with the other two. No. And as well, I think if he's not in the team... It gives the other team a boost. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking at, oh, Vardy's not in. Oh, thank God, you know. Because um, Daka, love him to bit, but he's not quite at that level yet, is he? He's still got, a, got to... No, I think he's got the potential to be. He has, you know, definitely, he, yes. He works yeah. hard. Mm. But no, he's not there yet. No, but, you no. know, he's still young and he's got plenty of time to improve, for sure. And I think as well, like, what I don't worry about with Daka is attitude. Like, he seems to have that down. Like, mm. he seems to have a good attitude, very level-headed, knows what he wants to do, knows how successful he wants to be. And it's, I, I feel very much like that's an African thing a lot of the time, you know, because yeah. they are coming from a very different world to what we have here. They know yeah. what it's like, and they want to take the opportunities that they're given as well as they can take them and, and get yeah. you know squeeze every ounce out of that, that opportunity. And I'll tell you what was nice, just last thing, very much last thing now, what was nice watching that Brentford game was seeing the Leicester players play with a smile on the face again. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, that uh, not seen that for a long time. And it kind of shoots down all those that said, oh, Brendan's losing the players and what have you. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think he is somehow, you know. And, I think as well, the players, the players have got their own kind of... Um, obviously, they're playing for for Brendan, but they very much yeah. we're a team, we're a family. Yes. You know, when you know, especially with what Fafana said, you know, this is my family. I don't want to go anywhere. I'm happy right where I am. The club's there supporting me. The players are supporting me. The fans are there. I don't want to go anywhere, and that's yeah. great to hear because that's what we want. You know, for yeah. our club. It, it, um, it just hope Tillemans is listening. <laughs> yeah. But he may see it, you know. James Justin signed for Farner signed, Ricardo signed. He may be looking at that and thinking, all right, who are we going to get new in the summer? I'm not gone yet, you know. Yeah. I don't think he'll go in the summer. 
I don't think he'll go in the summer. I don't think... I think he... He wants Champions League football. He wants to play at the highest level, and so he should. Yeah. I don't begrudge that to any player. However, yeah. I'm not sure that he's going to go to a team that he's going to play in, again, every week, the way he does at Leicester. You know, if he's fit, he plays. Yeah. If he goes elsewhere, he's not going to be guaranteed that. You know, if he goes to a club that is going to guarantee him Champions League football, he's not going to be guaranteed that. And, you know, if you've got to kind of weigh what you want. If he doesn't go in the summer, though, will he sign a new contract? Otherwise, if he doesn't go in the summer and he doesn't, we are going to be on on the bad end of a, a forty million pound loss, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, if he if he says to the club, "I want to go," then they're going to have to find somewhere for him to go. Because, yeah. like you say, we can't afford to lose that amount of money. I don't yeah. think he's going to do that. I think he'll sign a new contract. And if he does stay and not sign a new contract, he's also putting himself in jeopardy because if he wants to get injured. We would then not have to pay him, That's so true. he would yeah. be putting himself at risk as much as yeah. he would, as you know, we as a club would be. Yeah, signing a new contract doesn't mean a thing these days. You know, all <laughs> all you can do is put in a 50, 60 million pound buyout clause, and yeah. and the, the clubs that he wants to play for, which are Champions League clubs, would be able to afford that that easily. You know, yeah, and um, and then all, all parties are happy then, aren't they? He gets yeah. me if he wants. The club he gets to gets the player the one unless to get the money the one. Everyone's exactly. happy. Exactly. And then we had two Arsenal fans in. We've got a third now. Chris, I bet you'd love there's a Premier League break now. <coughs> Liverpool. Um, <laughs> on, on that note, Louise, thank you very much as always. Great information, great insight. We've got a week off, as as Anthony alluded to okay. there. No Premier League football. I got a little bit excited about England because I thought it was a World Cup game, but apparently it's just a friendly. Yeah. But, <laughs> yes. But, uh, mm. I don't know about that. I'll see. I'll see if I'm uh, if I'm washing what little hair I've got left. <laughs> I'll watch the thing. All the best, and uh, to yourself and to Chris, and um, uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you very much. Right. Stay safe. Bye, you too. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks to Louise there. Great girl. I, I, brilliant. I love having on the channel. It's lovely, lovely to have her views and she knows her stuff. Probably better than me. <laughs> but then that's not hard, is it, really? Um, Anthony, you missed the Daily Spurs. I'm sorry. What can I say? Um, <laughs> you, you've missed it. That's it. I thought I, I, I can't do it again. It wouldn't be fair. Um that's it for tonight. I'm going to be back tomorrow. Sloppy seconds night again tomorrow. Um, seven o'clock. I've got Mike joining me. And because we've got a Premier Break weekend, we're going to be looking at League 1s and League 2. Um, just have a look down, see how they're doing, see what's happening. Who might be coming up? Who might be going down? My <laughs> England comedy show. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, um, League One, League Two. So just having a look down there and a quick chat with Mike, whose team, other team, is Newport and is down there battling to get out of League Two. So that will be interesting. At nine o'clock, we've got... Well, it was called the Big Fat Football Quiz 2. It's now had a revamp. Basically, just giving it another name. It sounds good if I say revamp, doesn't it? <laughs> it's now that is keep calm and quiz. Keep calm and just quiz. It is, it's the, the totally irrelevant. It has nothing to do with football at all, let's be honest with you. Um, 
it, it's nine o'clock tomorrow and it's Craig trying to hold on to his crown for a second week, taking on Rob from um, West Ham Forge from Iron Channel. So uh, we'll be doing that. And then on Wednesday, we have got Foxes Across the Pond at, 20, at 7 o'clock on Wednesday when I'll be talking to Canadian and American Fox and looking back at uh, February and March because we didn't get a chance to do it at the end of February, personal reasons for, for, for one of them. Um, no, Anthony. No, 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 no. I can't. I'm sorry. It would you'd have to cross my my palms with a lot of silver, um, and then at nine o'clock, this is the really interesting one. Um, championship review. We know who we think is going to be going down, but who do we think is going to be coming up to replace them? And I'll be talking to a Fulham and a Huddersfield fan, both of who are in the mix to come up. So that should be interesting. And then I've got a weekend off. It's my birthday next week. I'll put the address where you can send all donations to for my birthday. Just, just if you click onto the website, lettertillidie.com, there is a page where you can donate. Or, of course, donate via, via the channel here. I mean, I am of an age now where I have everything I need. Well, maybe, maybe a good woman would be nice. But, yeah, I think you can buy one. Well, you can buy one of those. Uh, I don't think I'd want to buy one of those, though. But, it's my birthday next week, and I'm not going to tell you how old I am because I'm very, very old indeed. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening on your favourite podcast station, um, a bit older than that, Dorco, a bit older than that. Thank you for listening. If, you say, if you've been listening on your favourite podcast station, please give us a sub on Less Little I Die TV on YouTube. Please smash the likes on the video. It all helps the channel. And I will be back tomorrow, 7 o'clock with Mike, looking at Leagues 1 and Leagues 2. Thanks very much. Stay safe. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.